Live from the TCL Broadcast Studios, it's Joe Suchere and Patrick Royce with Sports Talk. Ralph John Fritz, huh? Yeah, Ralph John has passed away. I went out and saw him. He, he uh, was diagnosed with cancer. It's got to be three years ago now. And uh, at first they thought it was pancreatic. And then they uh, said, okay, it's the liver, but you should still start making plans. Uh, a couple of months. And uh, he uh, hung in there and was doing pretty dang good when I saw him in January, although he just got started back up again uh, with uh, chemo, and uh, I'd heard that he was uh, fading here the last couple of months. So, uh, well, it proved to be what stomach cancer. Uh, it was liver cancer, yeah. it liver, and then it, I think it spread. Hmm. And uh, but he went to this Moffitt Center in uh, Tampa, and that's uh, like one of the world's most famous uh, cancer places. And uh, he got three uh, three years when they were giving him two months. So, uh, how old do you think? 78, I believe, 77 or 8. I think mm-hmm. he told me he was 77 last year. Well, he was hail fellow well met. Oh, man, he was uh, everybody liked Ralph. Mm-hmm. How do you be in the media all these years and have everybody like you? That's, I uh, that's amazing. I don't know It was a that different worked. era. I guess it was. and, and plus uh, It looks like was, you two can't uh, speak on that, huh? No, no. <laughs> I, I, I think no, that's what I was hinting at here. <laughs> okay. That was what I was hinting at here. But, Reavers uh, would like to tell you, though. He was uh, he was a great guy. He told me uh, he told me the great story was okay. He goes. He's a 19 year old Brown Institute graduate, and he goes out to this little station in Stillwater that's still there. What what is it? 1280 or some damn thing. And they're gonna put him on the air for three hours a day, but they don't like his name. Mm-hmm. They don't like a guy with two first names, Ralph uh-huh. Fritz. So they tell him. We're going to name you Johnny Magic. Johnny Magic. (laughs) He didn't want to be Johnny Magic. So it it came to him. He says, what if I uh, use my middle name, Ralph John Fritz, and then they won't think it's two Mm -hmm. first names, you Mm -hmm. know? And the guy said, okay, that's okay. The guy, uh, 10 years later, he gets hired at WCCO TV to be their, their, like, their third sports guy, second or third sports guy. I guess Hal, he was the second guy to Hal Scott Mm -hmm. as a 29-year-old kid. And Ron Hanberg, the crusty old news director, gets introduced to him after he's been hired. And uh, he says, uh, it was Raleigh Johnson was introducing him, old Raleigh. And he said, this is Ralph John Fritz. And Hanberg looks at him and says, that's a little pretentious, isn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know Would you prefer welcome, Johnny Magic? Welcome to the newsroom. But, I'm being uh, told it's 1220 KLBB in okay, Stillwater. Okay, Great okay. station. Oh, it was my first internship, KLBB. Right. Well, yes. well, when I they were on university. Stillwater station, but yes. it didn't occur to you that you'd work there, huh? Well, no, they anyway, were on. <laughs> no. Anyway, that's No, KLBB was on university when I worked there. All right. So, anyway. So it was 1220. That was his first job, but he told we we set out. Out on the, he lived in that. What the hell is the name of that big development out by the airport? That's really nice. He had a place in there since '03. He and his wife bought a spot out there. You mean by the Minneapolis St. Paul? No, Air- no, in Fort Myers. Oh, oh, he lived. He's been basically a Florida resident for most of the time since about '05 or '06. Oh. I mean, he worked part time at the radio station, but uh, 
uh, he, he lived out, and we were sitting out there in the veranda. It was blowing like hell, but we sat there. I went out to talk to him for a half hour. I was there three hours. He was telling, just telling stories, you know, like they used to. Hal Scott was the Hal would go do the news, mm-hmm. then go have a couple of toddies, and then come back and take the pre the pre ten o'clock nap. Right, you know, up right. they had a room up there, and you know, like they were there. Four days, and Ralph said he was there four days, and they turned the clocks ahead. Everybody turned the <laughs> clocks ahead, and uh, and uh, uh, Ralph comes running in at like ten eighteen. Oh, I'm sorry, Hal. I forgot to wake you up, <laughs> Hal. Hal. And Hal gets goes stumbling out, and they've got the whole set. Skip Losher was doing the anchor. Oh my that gosh! Night. Yeah, they got the whole thing set up like they're actually doing the newscast. It's only like eight thirty, but they're doing the whole thing. And and Skip says, and here's. Hal Scott to tell us about the big twins trade for Bob Allison today. <laughs> and, and, and Hal goes, well, it doesn't surprise me. I was talking to Bob the other day or something. And then they all start hollering at Hal, casting an aspersion at all of them knowing that he'd been had. I love pranks. But, oh, man. And... Uh, and that would explain why Hal was always red faced. <laughs> yes. Oh, Hal liked his uh, toddies, that's mm-hmm. for sure. But uh yeah, it <laughs> was ten eighteen. He was telling <laughs> he was telling some great stories about you know, back then a newsroom you could get by with damn near anything you wanted to, I suppose. You know. Yeah. Not anymore. No, no, you gotta So did he die in Florida, and, Ralph John? Yeah, I'm sure he did. Yeah. Uh, died in Florida. He was being treated down there and uh, you know, I haven't talked to his wife, but uh the word, I just got the word about a couple hours ago, and then the family, uh, WCC, uh, CBS, the WCCO site released it. So then so then we could uh, mention it here. So anyway, but it was, uh, yeah, he was a good dude, man. He, uh, you know, Sleepy Eye, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Why did I know that? I don't Well, because it's an easy to remember, you know, Sleepy Eye is a, is a, uh, you know, it's a catchy, catchy name for a town. Sleepy I have eye. a distinct memory as a kid of being told, everybody get back in the house. That car that just went by is from Sleepy Eye. <laughs> How would they know I, that, I wonder? I don't know. And why it would might they... have been a time back in the 50s when maybe there was some wanted person who was said to have been from Sleepy Eye. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Or or it, somebody was a happen? joke, a sleepy. It was probably a joke that there was a driver that had a sleepy eye yeah. or something. Either like that, that, or maybe the um, the guy from Sleepy Eye was, heard about this big entrepreneurial um, siding. Uh, what was it? Uh, magnetic mats that this you could attach before, to your. Oh, this was way before magnetic. He wasn't sign. trying to steal the uh, the idea. <laughs> way before magnetic sign. The word travels oh, fast okay. in uh, <laughs> southern Minnesota. Where's the sign? I don't know. It blew uh, off on Highway 61. How well, fast? Where the, you our buddy, 50. our buddy, the great Dana Kicker. Yes, the pitcher who pitched for the Red Sox, and we get to see him every year. We go to the bas- baseball tournament. Uh, was always very upset because the baseball. Of reference and everything referred to his hometown as Sleepy Eye, Minnesota, because mm-hmm. that's, that's the where case. the hospital was. Yep. So if you were from mm-hmm. Fairfax and mom was decided to have a baby, you drove to Sleepy Eye, and then they put that down as his hometown. And, and the Red Sox announcers always had great fun 
talking about the guy from Sleepy Eye, and I watched the game in the Fairfax liquor store one day. They're all shaking their fists. And he's from <laughs> Fairfax. He's from Fairfax. He's not from that damn Sleepy Eye. What are you talking about? But Ralph was from Sleepy Eye, and I think a very good hooper for Sleepy Eye St. Mary's. Hmm. The uh, Augie, Catholic was school. Augie from Sleepy Eye? Springfield. Spring, but that's right, near Sleepy right next to each other. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're right down same same country. Augie was Springfield. Stearns County. No, no, Not no. Stearns County. Uh, is that Brown County down there? No. I think it might oh, where be is New Allum and oh, South, like New Southwest. Yeah. Oh, New I kept thinking it was up, yeah. Uh, Springfield. They're all down there. Hmm. Renville. Renville. Renville County. County. Okay, Sleepy Eye. But yeah, it's right. Uh, well, that's where Fairfax is. Fairfax is in Renville. Sleepy's Eye is in Brown. Yeah. Oh, Sleepy Eye okay. is in Brown. Okay. That was a pretty good call by me, Brown County. So you know your counties. Mm-hmm. No, I don't know them like some guy I know. <laughs> I did. We got a guy here that knows them by name, but not where they are. Cites them alphabetically. Doctor Beltrami, Big Stone, Blue Earth, and Brown. I know where they are. I don't know them by name, but I know where most of them are. So anyway, Renville. Got I am volunteering. Rice to be yeah. appointed to the United States Senate. Well, Norm, Norm, Cole, uh, Norm Coleman called. Just wanted to know if there was an opening. Okay, he's ready. I got two issues that might prevent me. Here we go. What are they? I don't like bike lanes. All right. And I don't have any problem with teenage smoking. Okay. Uh, Two interesting. If a a 16-year-old wants to light up a heat, sneak out of school and light up a heater, that's fine with me. That's an interesting platform. You want to get that youthful vote. No, I'm not saying. You're not going to campaign for it. I'm not going to campaign on that. I just said these are two things I don't. I want to get rid of bike lanes. I want to get rid. I want to turn them back over to cars, and let the bikers take care of themselves like they've always done for centuries. Now, where they've done the North Korea thing and carved out the lanes for them, now they're having a plowing problem. What has the left done that's been competent? That's a great question that people cannot answer. Mm -hmm. You can't. uh, (laughs) You can't fit a plow blade in. Well. We put up a monument somewhere in the beautiful nature uh, that we don't have to drill oil that we don't need in the middle of beautiful parkland. That's that's one thing. Wouldn't you love to, to be a snowplow driver in Minneapolis and just oh, take I'd out every on. one of those? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I, I've been out here so long I fell asleep. Right. I just uh, knocked them all over. <laughs> Boy, the roads are still crappy I know by they there. Are. The washboard. You got the washboard. Yeah, I got the washboard. Yeah. Anytime you tell me who's going to win a game, I'm going to go with the other team. Anytime. I don't care who it is. What? That's uh, a good policy. Well, the other yesterday. Especially, oh, Joe, uh, when uh, he guarantees it. I uh, guarantee I it. I asked you, will the Gophers have any trouble with Nebraska? Oh, nah, hell no, no. Hell no. They haven't <laughs> no. even been to an NCAA. I forgot that I made that <laughs> prediction. Yeah. Well, they, uh, I, I'm very happy for Tim Miles, a wonderful guy. Uh, started his coaching, he's the coach at uh, Nebraska, started his coaching at Mayville, North Dakota State. He's from uh, small Dolan, South Dakota, and then he uh, went to Southwest State and Minute Marshall when they were horrible and did a good job there. And he's built his way up uh, through the uh, ranks to uh, become a Big Ten coach, but he hasn't done real well at Nebraska. But that was a nice win last night. But how bad... Does your basketball tradition have to be when you storm the court for beating the Gophers? And That's it, what I want. Well, I was trying to explain we to have, Joe. Yeah. There there were about 30 guys 
that decided to run out. Yeah, maybe then a hundred. And then yeah, might have been a hundred. And the rest of them were looking around like, "What are we doing? Why yeah, are we? It's, fucking, it's why Minnesota. Why are we running out They're there? They're rated thirteenth or something. It's not like well, we had the same problem. Yeah, uh, we did. Yes, uh, a couple of times here, but uh, so I heard the uh, senator called your show, Suchi boy. Yeah, uh, the front desk. Is uh, <laughs> taking calls. Chris has some info. So I went down during the top of the hour break, boys, to go grab. Did you play just the beginning of it, Rook? No, Not listen, the whole thing. Shut up. Yeah. Listen to Chris. All right. Uh, I went down to go grab a diet Pepsi, and as I was walking back up the stairs, Kristen, who handles uh, yes. front desk duties from time to time, said, "No, sir, uh, Senator Frank, and I don't believe called the show. I believe it was a producer." And I stopped in my tracks, looked at her, and said, "Are you kidding?" She said. That's my 10th call already. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't feel like the questions were tough enough uh, well, aimed at Well, Senator Al got a little Frank. sidetracked. No, oh, really? I'd like to play it just the beginning, but I don't know if he can do it or not. You, you know, guys but, are awesome. That's so fun. so fun. And believe in What was it, Joe? You asked him... You asked Senator Franken about uh, the allegations, then he went into a trading spaces type. No, no, trading places. Or trading places. Uh, how you had to read for that role. <laughs> Matthew, can you find it? Yes. I don't know what we're going to do. Yeah. He's, he's got that look on his face. But it was, it was a, uh, uh, we had the honor of having a senator <laughs> yes, on he did. from Washington. And you're only, he's only going to be a senator until Thursday, so you uh, didn't have much time. That's yeah. tomorrow. Yes. yes. Now joined by Senator Franken from... From Washington, you have you have yet to return to Minnesota. Is that correct, Senator? Ah, uh, yeah, I'm um, I'm still out um, uh, out east. Do you think you'll ever come back here? Or don't you it's have the Peter nerve? Thiel. Um, I'll I'll be I will come back uh, to Minnesota. I am a senator, and I vow um, to um, come back. I, I mean, vow I, to I come am, back. I'm a humble, you know, St. Louis Park kid, and I, um, I vow, vow to come back. Senator, I, I can't. In uh, more ways than one. <laughs> Senator, I can't uh, keep up with the, the stories that are breaking today. We're now up to 12 senators calling for you to resign after these allegations. Uh, yeah, I, you know, I am going to talk tomorrow. And I will have a, a press conference, mm -hmm. and I'm, I will, uh, you will learn a lot tomorrow. Are you going to resign? Um, we're, I, I rather not say at this point. Mm -hmm. What, uh, what about this latest allegation, Senator? Uh, apparently you had a radio show at one time? Um, yeah, uh, I mean, I can be, uh, full disclosure, Air America was not, uh, uh, you know, like your show, um, Air America was a little, uh, it wasn't really, nobody listened to it. <laughs> kind of, um, you know, I had like, um, you remember Catherine Lanford? I do. I don't yeah. care. Yeah. Uh, very nice, uh, person. Right. Uh, again, again, who I never, you know, embraced or, you know, I, 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 uh, in my defense, um, I'm not sure you have a defense, you, but... You know, at your radio uh, at Hubbard Broadcasting, right. uh, where you work, there I'm sure a lot of women. There are right. I have never embraced or said anything to those women. Well, you've never been. To me. So there. I mean, I. Uh, if we're going to start somewhere, I'll start there. You know, not everyone. Well, but apparently uh, this latest allegation. Uh, 
is by a former uh, Democratic congressional aide. Yeah, and uh, I, I... I haven't finished, sir. I know it. But I, I wasn't even, uh, uh, you know, it was... She was collecting her belongings. Yeah. She, what does that mean? Picking up her coat and her purse? Yeah, she was, um, like, her accessories and things, purse bags, things like that. And she said that, uh, she said uh, that uh, she uh, uh, tried to avoid your lips. Yeah, I, you know... Um, <laughs> Uh, uh, was, she was in a doorway, according to her report. I, I don't remember this, but I listen. And according to you, I, 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 I didn't. I, not according no, to me. No, I, I, but I let me just say this. I saw your um, Sunday uh, column, and I resent the fact that you uh, alfalfa or whatever that uh, kiss was, uh, well, lapping up water like a thirsty dog. I, I, I um, you know, I resent that. Well, I think we should. I, I think that's how enough. do you that's keep uh, it together, Sooch? Oh, God, <laughs> that's enough. Sooch. I think that was him. I think that was no, him. Red for the role. Was, I think it was Peter Thiel <laughs> no. pretending to be Al no, Frank. No, that was pulled over on her. That was that was wonderful. He is going to come back because he vows. He vows. He's going. He will be back in Minnesota <laughs> at some point. He's going to make a vow. And believe yes. uh, Joe, I believe he signed off with what was it uh, when you mentioned she avoided his lips? What was the uh, what loose was lips sink ships? That's right. Loose <laughs> lips sink ships. Uh, it is funny that the these demo. <laughs> The male Democratic senators not calling for his resignation are now, and everybody's saying, okay, why are these guys not calling for his resignation? They don't want, even Bernie ran away and got jumped into the subway. Right. If we find out Bernie was a A hound hound dog, then I have no hope for America. Where has Klobuchar been? She's hiding to protect her own behind. uh, She She made uh, a statement today. She made a statement today. Uh, Is she she going to be calling next segment? She she has talked to Al, and she thinks he's going to do the right thing. Uh Okay, got it. Uh, Sports Talk will return shortly, but now thanks to our good friends in Owatonna, Minnesota, at Federated Insurance, where it's their business to protect your business, and nobody does that better than Federated. It's Bruce Vale from the Wall Street Journal. In your money now or what's left of it? And unfortunately, I, too, have a confession to make. Yeah. Here here at work, I have also been charged with sexual harassment. Oh, that's a shame. It's, it's very difficult, especially considering I work alone. So <laughs> I, I'm hoping I can, yes. you know, the charges will be dropped at I some gotcha. point. Stop. Here's John Hyde in the newsroom. Thank you, Joe. It's cloudy and 17 degrees now. This update brought to you by Robert W. Baird and Company. Uh, as you guys talked about, longtime Twin City uh, sportscaster Ralph John Fritz has died. He had battled stomach cancer for more than two and a half years. Fritz grew up in Sleepy Eye, where he was a star basketball player. Started his broadcasting career at WAVN 1220 in Stillwater at the age oh, of 19. WAVN. Yeah, but then they are now KLB. Oh, I see. So. Does this story have an age? Uh, 78. 78. 78. Uh, he began a 40-year run at WCCO-TV back in 1968. He was a youthful 78. Yeah. Uh, he and Rosie were as tight as you could get. Well, Rosie's got to be going on, what, yeah, 30 this, years? Oh, more than that. Yeah. They worked together almost from the time yeah. they started. Uh, he and Rosie were as tight as they'd get. I'm sure he is devastated. He also worked with uh, local producer at Dick Berthium. Yeah, I worked for them, actually. Mm-hmm. RJ was my first boss here in the Twin Cities mm-hmm. when I moved here. Really? So, yeah, we shot uh, video 
yearbooks for colleges and high schools. So it, he didn't fire you. So we have him. He to blame. did not fire yeah, me. No. But it's, no. he's like Patrick says, the most loved guy. I mean, no, not one enemy on the no. face of the planet. No, one of my favorite RJ moments is that he did the twins the one year. The, the the twins were scrounging around. They couldn't get the the independent station to do their games, so they ended up on Channel Four, mm-hmm. and they were just kind of fitting them in. And he and Ray Scott were doing the games, and uh, and they were in Chicago, and and Ray is talking about a hitter, and he looks down, and he's talking about this hitter, and then he looks down and sees that it's like Chet Lemon, who's a right-handed black guy instead of a left-handed white guy that he was talking about. And he says, "Well, Ralph John, excuse me, you know." He does yeah. this long apology, and uh, I and he says. Could you could you catch me up here? And Ralph John says, "Sorry, Ray, I wasn't watching either." (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so that was a very Roycey and Such like play by play (laughs) that they attempted to do. Strike two, no, no, that's a ball. ball. What's he raising his hand for? Why is that ball here? Roger, Un- unfortunately for you guys, I think we can find that one. Here's the pitch. <laughs> Boof glaring in. <laughs> Wide. I'm sorry, no. inside. Inside. No. inside ball. No. I think he called it a strike. a strike. He did. Stop. Hang on, hang on. So let's figure out how many. Wide, inside, and it was a ball or a strike. So we've got four. How can you? Don't I say? I gave you all the yeah. Don't right. I say? Isn't that why he's raising yeah, his now hand? We'll continue. Here we go. Here we go. What's he lay, raising his hand for? It looked like a strike to me. One and one. And one. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. This is not as easy as you think it is when you listen to Gordo all summer. Yeah, well, he's a, he's a vet. Oh, my oh, God. Isn't goodness. that why he's raising his hand? <laughs> I think, I think you had, one of you had the count at two and three. I think, two and three. That was Joe. Count two and now, three. Was that an experiment? That where was it. Had, we were supposed to do, they said three innings, and they said two, and then they finally just, okay, see you. Pat so. said, Pat said, you know, we got to have some stuff, some yeah. thrillers. So Pat does his homework. He says, I'm going <laughs> to. He learns all about I seventy five. I seventy five. So there was no, 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 there was no reason to even bring up I seventy five. I don't know you went. You know, I seventy five came through here in nineteen seventy eight. Took you forever to get down here, buddy. You drive on uh, seventy five. Uh, buckle up and stay alive. It's a PSA for uh, Twin Stadium, Hammond Stadium. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, it was a short time. It used to be just 41, but, but now it's 75. 41, I'll take it right down to Marco. You take it right here to there. It's a long way to drive. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what's the count? Uh, two and four. Uh, what do we got here? Out, uh, seven and six. Two and four. <laughs> Roger Goodell apparently has his new contract. Unbelievable. Members of the NFL's Compensation Committee have sent a memo to all team owners informing them that Goodell's contract is a done deal. Additionally, it notes that there was, quote, nearly unanimous consensus nearly unanimous. among owners in finalizing the deal. New York Times reports the deal is for five years worth roughly $200 million. Oh, but we'll give him a free hotel room when he comes to town. Yeah, because yeah. he's earned it. He has. <laughs> and we'll place a mint on his pillow. <laughs> oh, my goodness. News notes from today. Senator he's still hand-packed, though. Yeah, I'm an eyewitness to that. 
<laughs> Senator Al Franken. Aren't we all? <laughs> Senator Al Franken's office reports he'll have an announcement to, tomorrow after at least 29 senators now. And the you mean as reported on. We're up to 29, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the chairman of the Democratic National Committee have called him to resign amid <laughs> allegations of sexual misconduct. Uh, this all follows uh, an accusation by a former Democratic congressional aide who claimed Franken tried to forcibly kiss her after taping a radio show in 2006. Franken denied that accusation, saying it's categorically not true. The idea that I would claim this as my right as an entertainer is preposterous. I look forward to fully cooperating with the ongoing Ethics Committee investigation. Minnesota Senator Amy Klobuchar released a new statement today regarding the allegations against Franken. Did not call for his resignation. She said in the statement, sexual harassment is unacceptable. This morning I spoke with Senator Franken, and as you know, he will be making an announcement about his future tomorrow morning. I'm confident he will make the right decision. Defying worldwide warnings, President Trump today broke with decades of U.S. and international policy, formally recognized Jerusalem as Israel's capital. Why are we doing this? Just to Pat, make him mad? Pat, what? as you have pointed out before, he's doing everything he said he would do. Mm-hmm. He but, campaigned on this. Well, who wants it in Jerusalem? Well, the Israelis. The Israelis, Just yep. symbolically. Well, it's it, historically and traditionally, but Palestine also wants it as its capital. Mm-hmm. So we have a conundrum. Tel Aviv, perfectly fine town for a capital. Now you got to pay for a new building. You know, it's bad for the taxpayers. You know, I I don't think I could ever say that because uh, most of them don't consider me an entertainer anyway. So um, I had some, you know, good run with Stuart Smalley on SNL and, uh, you know, I had some bit parts. Uh, I'm sure uh, train places when I was driving the... Uh, was a bag. You're, not, you're not supposed to mention that. Uh, no, and it was. I, I remember the line is when I was saying to my late great friend, um, uh, Mr. Davis. I said, uh, maybe there's some pretzels in the bar car. That was my one line. Maybe there's some what? Uh, pretzels in the bar car. And then we went. Did he actually say that? The guy yes. was in the gorilla suit. Uh, and that was. Uh, you're, you're really leading us off track here, Senator. That was Clarence Beaks. And he, you know, he had Senator, all the, Senator, the Duke's hired. Senator, Senator. Two of the guys Senator. had switched places. And I, you know, I read for the role. And I got in, and they said, Can you drive one of those track things? I think you did. I think he, I think he did get off track. Oh. <laughs> you leave us off track, Senator. Just a little. <laughs> a new thing in Minnesota. in the gorilla costume. New thing in Minnesota. People in need of police, fire, or emergency <laughs> have a new way to ask for it in Minnesota. They can text 911 on their mobile phones instead of calling. Just the line, the guy in the gorilla suit is funny in and of itself. <laughs> the state's Department of Public Safety announcing the new service at the University of Minnesota yesterday. A result of years of network and software development and training for public safety dispatchers, uh, it is working. As of yesterday, has been tested extensively with phones connected to all four major wireless phone service providers. Not the funniest gorilla suit movie, by the way. Where's Papa? Much funnier, the gorilla suit. I'm not sure. Is that Woody Allen? Allen? Yeah. Who, who no, was that, that was not Woody Allen. That was, uh, was Ruth Gordon. Ruth Gordon and uh, uh, George Siegel. George Siegel. Mm-hmm. Hmm. George was a funny guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was a great. That is movie... Tom Davis dead? I don't think so. Yes. Is he? Yes, he is. Oh, is he? Okay. Really? Yeah, pretty... he died uh, a couple of years ago. Pretty young, obviously. Mm-hmm. Huh? Pretty young. 
Mm-hmm. As you said, or Al said, his late friend died. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, well, let's hope. <laughs> Not you, it was Al. Let's, let's, hope, Al was Al right about, let's hope Al was right about this. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. Jack? Guess what? Yeah. Hey, come on! What do you mean the party's over? It's not even ten o'clock, you dummy! Hey, come on! Is that Al? Up, That's Jim Belushi. It's almost New Year's Eve. And then also, it's it's very complex. You're sneaking around. You're you're sneaking around. Well, you're not. Yeah, but to that's be doing. that. This is sports talk, baby. So let's no, uh, no. let's keep her going. Get out of here. Get out of here. Police in New Jersey say a woman was drunk when she continued driving with a mass transit sign sticking out of the roof of her car. (laughs) 52-year-old pulled over Saturday on Route 46 in South Hackensack when police noticed something odd. Police say the woman had a New Jersey transit sign protruding through the roof. Police say the woman didn't even know the sign was there when they stopped her. South Hackensack police say the sign got stuck in the vehicle when the driver was in Secaucus before she was pulled over. The woman has been charged with driving while intoxicated and... I don't driving. know if you've seen the picture. I don't know how yeah. this sign didn't take her head off. Yeah, and how uh, she couldn't notice that. Did she there. drive under it, into it? How I think did, she must have T-boned it, it and mm-hmm. it tumbled onto the top of her car and slipped mm-hmm. right into the sunroof. Mm-hmm. And the the sign part went into her back seat. <laughs> so the post is like right over the top of her head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's lucky she wasn't decapitated. Mm-hmm. Authorities say a woman arriving at a Long Island court to answer a marijuana possession summons was smoking pot when she parked her vehicle in the police chief's spot. (laughs) (laughs) You're making it too easy, hon. Come on. Newsday reports the 26-year-old woman had been ticketed back in May for unlawful possession of marijuana. Police say she was arriving for her court appearance in Northport when she cut off an unmarked police car in the parking lot while talking on her cell phone. Mm -hmm. Police say she then pulled into the parking spot clearly marked as reserved for the village's police chief, Bill Ricca. He said when the officers asked the woman to roll down her window, pot smoke billowed out. Police. And why did those guys get the parking spots? Like why, the, why isn't every man for himself? You know, the hell with it. Why, why should the police chief okay. get a special parking okay. spot? Okay, I didn't know how to bring this up, but yeah. I'm really, really intrigued by you running for office. <laughs> <laughs> and everything now, that all these things are going through my mind. What's his stance on weed? What's his stance on Everybody your, go the, for it. The first time you get pulled over drunk driving, I wonder what his stance is on that. <laughs> well, I'm not in favor of that one. Okay, so. That one. But you, pot, that's fine. I don't. Well, care. we know where you stand on police chief parking. Yeah. yeah. What the hell with them? Get their own, get to work earlier and beat the other guys at the parking spot. What the hell? <laughs> you know, who, made, who died and made you God? That's right. <laughs> I'm the police chief. Get out of my parking <laughs> spot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm, vo- I'm voting for you. I'm writing right. you on every single ballot. <laughs> I will run for re-election if I'm appointed to the U.S. Senate. Good. Good. Yes. Mm-hmm. A Delta flight from New York City to Seattle had to make a stop in Billings, Montana, after the plane's toilet stopped working and passengers told the crew they couldn't hold it any longer. Billings Gazette says the direct flight diverted hundreds of miles south to make the emergency bathroom stop. Delta says that upon landing in Billings, the plane had to taxi to a cargo area because there was no gate available. 
Delta says grounds crews rolled a stairway to the airplane. <laughs> well, so, how'd they hold it this, this long? Is just like, this is just like when you're on the highway. <laughs> right. You just pull over and run into the ditch. <laughs> well, why? The, the, it took them an hour. They all had to pee in the plane. <laughs> <laughs> well, boy, oh boy, get a coffee can and let's keep flying. I knew you'd That's say right. let's keep flying. Let's That's take right. a vote. Let's take a vote. Who has to hold it? <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, if you voted no, we will open the door and down the slide you go. <laughs> <laughs> a flight from New York City, this flight to Seattle uh, takes just under six hours, and since it stopped in Montana, they still had a ways. When to did go, the uh, when did the Biffs go out on them? When when could uh, they? It just says in the air. So, okay, uh, I'm assuming. Did early. the Biffs get full or something? Uh, no, they just stopped functioning. I see. They wouldn't function. I see. Uh, well, just I'll just make sure first. if you're. Uh, if you're a number one, go in there and help fill up the thing. But if you're, uh, you know, you just, <laughs> if, the, if you got the other deal, you just got to keep going. Just gotta keep got to keep going. the other deal. <laughs> you know, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not liking your chances to get a point. <laughs> you got my vote, old man. Yeah. You got a vote. Can I join your common, campaign? You got garage logic. I got common sense. That's what we're garage not logic gonna, is. We're not going to delay a flight because someone's got to take a whiz. For oh, God my sense. God. I, I want on your campaign, man. I want to go raise some money for you. Yeah, <laughs> A six-year-old who noticed some holes in the Santa Claus store used his school-required re- school letter to St. Nick to air some of his grievances yes. with Santa Claus. You mean to tell me. <laughs> Wait a minute. He took the Frank Costanza approach? Uh, I've got some issues with you people. Uh, you're going to love this letter, Kenny. Okay, uh, it's, This is written by you. Yeah. A six-year-old Kenny. Yep. Sarah McCammon tweeted the letter that her six-year-old son authored to Santa Claus. Clause. The letter reads, Dear Santa, Santa, I'm only doing this for the class. Mm-hmm. I know your naughty list, N-O-T-T-Y, is empty. And your good list is empty, and your life is empty. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. This is brilliant so far. You don't know the troubles I've had in my life. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Love, trouble in my life. Love signed. I'm not telling you my name. <laughs> when mom posted it, uh, she posted the letter on her page, and she explained in a follow-up note about the troubles her son alluded to in the note. Yeah, uh, the troubles apparently are just as uh, uh, a P.S. The kid wrote, "It's my brother, but don't call yeah. child services." <laughs> <laughs> Police in Australia released security camera footage of a man smashing his way into an adult entertainment store, stealing only one thing. Uh-oh. A life-sized sex doll. No. The Victoria Police Kingston Crime Investigation Unit said the man... How are those, Kenny? You like them? Well, <laughs> Reavers was telling me they're really expensive. <laughs> like three months' salary. Oh, you had a good one. Yeah. Man. You got to go top you, shelf. You got a real good one, one that doesn't talk. Yeah. <laughs> wow. The uh, man, whose face was concealed by a pair of stockings, was caught on camera driving up to the store in Moorabin in Australia just after 6 in the morning Monday in a white Ford Transit van. Security camera footage shows a man using bolt cutters to get through a fence before smashing his way into the store. I'm coming for you, baby! (laughs) He then exits with a a five-and-a-half-foot-tall Dorothy model sex uh, doll and loads it into the van. Uh, I will uh, read you some breaking news. Mr. Reavers just passed me, okay? A Democratic official who has spoken to Al Franken and key aide says 
Franken will resign right. his Minnesota Senate seat. We, we just well, be careful what you wish for. We, we can't let it him. play out, huh? We can't wait 24 no, hours no, for the man no, to speak. We know. We've got to know right now. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, there you go. Thank you, Chris. Now then, back oh. to the pile here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a scuba diver off the coast of Egypt captured video of a bizarre underwater discovery. They're not sure where it came from. It's a donkey statue on the floor of the Red Sea. What? Yeah, it's a full-size donkey statue. Gold? Wow. Is it made? What's it made of? It's just made out of rock. Kind huh. of a prankster. A prankster. Well, it's right. been there a while, apparently. Mm-hmm. Vitaly Bazarov said he was scuba diving in the Red Sea when he and his comrades came across the donkey statue covered in fish and crustaceans. Hmm. The video shows the statue wearing a hat, but the condition of the headgear indicates the headgear has not been underwater for nearly as long as the statue. <laughs> Footage. So some other diver just put a hat on it. Apparently at some point, yes. Mm-hmm. Footage shows Bazarov investigating all sides of the donkey. Uh, as of right now, officials say they have no idea what the donkey is from or when it was originally Remember the put. story of the scuba that? diver found in a pine tree and it was thought that he had been scooped up by one of those airplanes putting out forest fires? Is that a true story? I don't, I don't know that one. Oh. Wow. Didn't we have no, a, it's got to be false. Why would, didn't, why we would have the guy... a, didn't we have a live donkey getting fed to the tigers a couple did, of days yeah. ago? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, did. Joe, did that happen on the same day that they had the nine-hour rainbow? I think it did. <laughs> Dude. I think it did. Got our buddy the Wick on. Yeah, huh? I didn't know about the fires. I you booked... smell the smoke in Long yeah, Beach. Yeah, I booked uh, Wick uh, yesterday for a few L.A. matters, and he's always good talking about Tiger, too. And then uh, we got Herm. Herm, new coach at Arizona State. He's still taking care of his NFL radio obligations, and he was on TV today. So we'll talk to Herm. Herm, uh, is it ride the train, is it? Yeah, he doesn't row the boat. He's going to ride the train, I think, in uh, at Arizona State. They uh, ride the train trying there, to, trying to get her. Not going. a lot of lakes around. Get there. on, uh, get on the train, and uh, let's go and let's get Arizona State going. But that'll be fun talking to Herm. Maybe Wick, saw, maybe Wick saw the Kings pummel the Wild. Yes. Hey, how about Gabby getting two? Four hundred for his career. Four hundred for his career. That's I didn't Hall even, of Fame. I didn't even know he was still playing. Yeah, that's Hall of Fame, isn't it? Four hundred. Ah, damn close. Yeah. Damn close. Fifteen hundred. ESPN is KSTP, St. Paul, Minneapolis. It's 19 degrees. The uh, What day is this? The Wednesday Ride with Royce is coming up shortly with all sorts of guests. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts.